for great ideas and practical tools you can start using tomorrow to grow your business and separate you from the competition, you've come to the right place. If you're into B2B marketing and sales, then welcome to the one and only B2B marketing and sales podcast. With over 60 and counting total years in the trenches of businesses small and large, they have a plethora of knowledge and experience that generate you more leads, capture more clients, ring up more sales. Well, doggone it, just make you more money. How about that? Always thought-provoking, yet dubiously entertaining. Please welcome to their respective microphones across three time zones, your co-ringmasters, the Dave Loomis, and not the rock star, Steve Miller. Hey everybody, welcome back once again to another broadcast of the B2B Marketing and Sales Podcast. Uh, I am not the rock star, Steve Miller. I mean, it's hard for me to actually admit that, you know, you want to you want to be a little bit famous and I'm not really even famous in my home. So, uh, you know, my wife is now an author and speaker and everything like that. So uh, the me and the cat are vying for second place here. And along with me is my uh, cohort in crime, my fellow ringmaster. And I'll you get to say it this time. The Dave Loomis. Ooh. And the Dave Loomis has a new microphone, and he is enjoying that. I, I, I am, and I apologize for the echo that uh, it was in the first episodes, and hopefully the echo is uh, at least better. And if it, uh, if it persists, I will be moving to a new room with padded walls. People have <laughs> often suggested that I should be in a room with padded walls, yeah, and maybe could, they will get their wish. We could be roommates. So, uh, yep, <laughs> in our orange <laughs> and everything. Yep, like that. orange is the so, new orange. All right, so uh, all right, here's what we're talking about th- this week, which is actually a a, a subject that is uh, is is near and dear to my heart as a marketing consultant. All right, and, but I want you to. to uh, I, I, our topic is. Online marketing versus offline marketing, or maybe digital versus everything else, or old school versus new school, or or something like that. Like wh- which is better? What's what's the deal? Why are there digital marketing agencies out there that are saying to companies, um, "This is the only place you should be spending money is on digital." Okay, you know, and then there are other companies that are probably saying the same thing about offline. So anyway, so yes. online versus offline. D- do you give that much thought? Is you know how do you f- how do you feel about those two and where they fit in in a marketing strategy? I give this a ton of thought, and it gets a lot of discussion in client meetings, workshops planning, strategy sessions, et cetera. And I will tell you where I have been coming down on this recently. I feel like the pendulum may be swinging in the other direction, that it may have swung a little bit too far in favor of digital marketing being the panacea, the solution for everything that's going to be the silver bullet, solves every problem that you have, et cetera, et cetera. We did not find that. I, I did not find that 
my clients did not find that. Now, that's not to say that we're dismissing digital marketing and online marketing. Not at all. It, it is it is one of the most important tools in the toolkit, but it's not the silver bullet. And it doesn't mean that offline marketing or traditional marketing has completely gone away. And I'll, I'll just give you one example, which is uh, a planning session that I have had with a client in the last couple of weeks. And we went through an exhaustive list of every possible marketing tactic <laughs> known to man, almost. It seemed like that. And we categorized them in all sorts of different ways. We coded them as to, you know, do we do this? Have we done it? Should we do it? How effective has it been? High, medium, low? Uh, what's our priority going forward? We did all sorts of things with it. And I actually looked in preparation for this talk today, I looked at those and I categorized them for online versus offline. And I was uh, actually not su that surprised to see this resurgence of these, what you would just describe as traditional marketing and sales tactics. And so the some of the ones that we are either bringing back or doubling down on now as because they are the most effective are as follows. Sponsorships and memberships, uh, events like trade shows and association participation, print advertising, especially in association journals, traditional press releases to get stories printed, uh, printed brochures, believe it or not, direct mail, phone calls, in-person meetings. Uh, these are on our list, along with digital things, but these are on our list. And they're actually pretty high on our list because they deliver leads and they build relationships and they're not going away. That's my first take on this. Well, I completely disagree with you. I knew no, it. I am not. Are you kidding me? Of course not. Of, of course not. No, 100%. Here's, here's, how I, here's how I look at it, how I, I've always looked at it, okay, is that job one is we need to find out where our target market hangs out. And then is it possible to efficiently, effectively, as best uh, uh, cost effectively, you know, to reach them. You know, which which where which tool is out there? The there is a myriad. There there are a myriad. Is it there is a myriad or are a myriad? I think oh, it's. Uh, I'm going to go with there are a myriad of tools. Oh, you know what? Take the A out. There are myriad of tools. There are myriad of tools. Okay. Thank you, Professor. Uh, um, and and what I tell my clients is every tool works for somebody. Not every tool works for everybody. So, like for example, here in the state of Washington, uh, after you know where we where pot has been legal for quite a while, marijuana cannabis, whatever you, whatever you want to call it, has been legal for several years now, the, the, the stores, the pot shops have found 
the number one marketing tool for them is billboards. Right. Number one marketing tool. Yeah, that, that's not online. That's, that, is, that's, that is so far offline. It really if is. Gary, if Gary Vee is watching this, he is turning over in his grave. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. And, uh, and, and, you know, and so, so like, and even sandwich boards works for somebody. Okay. TV still works for somebody. Radio still works for somebody. Uh, and when you mentioned direct mail, uh, uh, over COVID, my, with my B2B clients, we found, and, and yes, yes, absolutely digital. The digital component is, is important because you have to consider the fact that the website is, is, is digital, right? So yes, the, web, the website is, is that's, that's important. Just to arbitrarily say that, that digital you know, sh- is the panacea, as you said, um, that to me is, boy, you, you know, it's either arrogant or you've got your head in the sand um, right. because, because, because the magic is in the mix. The magic is in the mix. Now, what I, what we found over over COVID was that we were far more successful, and I mean wildly successful. A number of our clients were wildly successful because we were able to use direct marketing. We were able to use uh, uh, um, even even somewhat personal sales calls. You know, they, they were kind of arm's length at a distance, that type of thing. But we were able to deliver gifts to people yep. uh, like, you know, that were uh, pr- promotional in nature. But but uh, direct mail by by a long shot, absolutely slaughtered the other tools. And this it's is for more, B2, this is for B2B. B2B. Yep. Yeah. B2B. Yep. So yeah. so my again, my feeling is basically that. It all depends on the client. You, you work with the client. And like you just said, you went through all of this planning and sitting down and writing everything out and, uh, and charting and, you know, rating and ranking and all, all that sort of stuff. And you came up with the ones that you felt worked best for that client. We did. And what was really interesting about this one example was that uh, what what wasn't on the list? Well, what was not on the list were a lot of digital things that we thought were going to work, and and didn't end up working. And um, in in this case, they were some folks in the healthcare industry in the HR uh, part of that field. But you started off by saying something really important, which is where are your target customers hanging out? And the second part of that is how do they get their information about new companies or the buying process or what have you, and then go there, go to where they are and give them the information and the messaging and the way they get it and want it. You're not going to change the way they do things. So uh, these particular folks that we were targeting weren't taking extra time to read the blogs that were being written. Uh, you know, for them, supposedly for lead gen. And, right. and they, they weren't responding to just outbound, you know, blast emails. And right. they weren't responding to retargeting ads and all these other things that are on the list of, well, we should be doing this, shouldn't we? Should, we should right. be doing social media posts. Well, you know what? These folks, they actually are attending things for their trade association, either virtually 
or online. They're reading those journals. They're they're responding to uh, some very pointed communications that have to do with things that will help them like today in their right. particular industry or job. So right. write those. And, and so it, it's, it's just a matter of, of, of being thoughtful in targeting. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's, it's just a very, it, this is not rocket science. I'm sorry, gang. Okay. Darn it. But the part that we're talking about right now is not rocket science. The part we're talking about is go where your, your prospects want you to go. You know, I mean, they want you to come to them. Uh, and they don't want you. And, and this, I mean, the idea of all this other it, it, like when you say like blogs and and uh, uh, direct mail or anything, I mean, uh, uh, email and these other things, you know, most for the most of the, most of these, they are connected to some type of content marketing. Yep. Um, and content marketing is is the real big buzzsaw shiny object uh that that <laughs> buzzword buzzword that is buzzword, also buzzsaw buzz you know uh, uh <laughs> shiny object and i am a super fan of content marketing but i insist that the content marketing be useful and if possible immediately useful yes it doesn't take months of develop of delivering useful content marketing to get um, people to respond. If they are if they are in, if, and I always say that marketing to me the purpose of marketing is to be on the mind of the prospect when the prospect is ready to buy. You know the number of people, you know, the percentage of our marketplace that's ready to buy right now is pretty small. So yeah, we do want to, you know, we, we do want to reach out to people. But the but the first message, the first objective for me is, I want them to raise their hand and tell me they are interested in getting information from me. I want them to raise their hand, uh, uh, metaphorically speaking, uh, um, that they want to they want to continue to hear from me. And and then I want to find out where and how do they want to hear from me. If yes. it's if it's video, cool. If it's live webinars, cool. If it's direct mail, and like I said, you know, you know, we uh, um, a handful of my clients that we found that we could communicate with people through direct mail. And for <laughs> and gang, here's a secret for you all: there isn't anything in the mailbox right now, every day like there used to be. But we still go to the mailbox. Every single day, <laughs> right there. Actually, uh, um, ironically, is a, is an opportunity to cut through the clutter because uh, because there's no clutter anymore. There is no clutter. <laughs> um, I've got that's a what, great. That's, that's what makes me see. As, as you can tell, I'm a little bit passionate about this. There yeah. is no clutter. No, no. In fact, so 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 go for it. Give it a try. Uh, and as we've said before, if it doesn't work, don't do it anymore. But if it works, I, I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. And, 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 and the bottom line with, and we've talked about this part before about marketing, is that the, the bottom line with marketing, marketing is always tested. A versus yep. B. Yep. A wins, kick out B. A versus C. C wins, kick yeah. out A. You know, that's, that's, that's what it is. And so you test, 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 test. You just, it's all, you're always testing. Right. And, and right. so, um, but if your tests are all in 
one category, then, uh, you know, they're yeah, going to say, right. what, what, you know, are you really trying to help your clients? No, the magic is in the mix. I like how you put that. Um, here's a, here's a great suggestion for everybody that you can, you can do this exercise. And that is, uh, so, so I, I make a laundry list of all the possible tactics that you can think of and don't worry about what order they are. Just, 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 you know, either lists online that you find or off the top of your head or combination or in a meeting or whatever, just make this long, long list. And, and you can, um, categorize it in a couple of ways. Like, uh, uh, one of the things I did as I put them all under um, either paid, earned, shared, or owned, which is peso, which is, I can't remember if we've talked about that before. But no, that, but that, you know what, but that is uh, a really powerful, very important part of, uh, of understanding which media to use. It's an easy thing to do. And obviously paid is things we pay for. Owned are things that we control, like our website and email and our content and other things like that video earned are would be you know traditional um, uh, PR because we earn it in other words we uh, we help tell a story and then someone writes about us for free we don't pay for it but we earn it and then and then shared is uh, social and the reason we call it shared is because we participate but then also others can, participate as well. So it's shared, shared platform. And, and, and the most powerful of them all is owned. It really is. And, and, and it, it, it tends to dominate now. It didn't always because we didn't all have the way to as, as many tools to, uh, to get our own content across. So we right. relied on others to do so. Um, but, but here, here's a, here's another suggestion. Once you get your once you get your um, long laundry list down, you know, put things like do, did, don't. Like uh, we, we do it, we did it, we don't do it now. Um, how effective is it? Um, but then um, put in four categories, at least, at least four, but I, I, four is easy for the buyer journey goal. We, we usually hear all these things, but sometimes people get, get hung up on, is it does something that fall into, um, is it just awareness building or is it lead gen? It's one or the other. And one of the, one of the things we, you know, sort of determined in, in a recent process with a customer was, well, that's not all there is to it. There's awareness, there's the, the original lead bringing it in, but then there's what you said, which is cultivation. And that is, Hey, nurturing. Um, we're, we want to be on the mind of that, lead uh, when they're ready to buy. And then once they buy, we want to engage that customer. So the last is customer engagement. So awareness, lead gen, cultivation, customer engagement. And you can put a, you know, an X in right. more than one box, uh, but it's, depends, it's a yeah, very interesting exercise. Yeah. And also depending upon how you look at it too, because like for me, awareness, brand awareness, or, or I'll just put it bluntly. I have never cashed a check on awareness. <laughs> no. And no. I don't know anybody who has. <laughs> <laughs> no. So every time I spend money on awareness, I should say every time I used to spend money on awareness, okay, <laughs> I, it was to me, it was like fingernails on the blackboard because it was just a wild ass guess whether, whether it worked or not. 
Uh, and for me, awareness without persuasion, you know, because you can create, you can, you can create awareness and persuasion at the same time. And uh, uh, right. And we had this discussion uh, with my client recently, which was, um, you know, which is it awareness or lead gen? And I said, well, if you're doing lead gen and you are using the name of your company and they somehow respond to that, they are actually gaining awareness in the process. That's called awareness. So I mean, <laughs> you want to, yeah. you know, split hairs. It exactly. also reminds me of uh, Marshall Field's famous statement about, you know, I, uh, uh, half of my advertising is a waste. Um, right. I just don't know which half. Yeah. And that's because it was because, always awareness. Yeah. So, so I, I always, I sort of split things up by saying that if, if, if all you do is, is spend money on awareness or a majority of your money is being spent on awareness, first of all, that's God's way of saying you have too much money. Uh, but, but, um, and, and if you do, well, that's advertising. Okay. If you have a plan in place where you are communicating with the same target market, but you're doing it in a way that includes persuasion, right? Whether it's persuasion, you know, remember I said, you want them to raise their hand and say, yeah, I'm interested. Okay. And then they, right. they get, they get on your owned list. Yes. Right. Your owned list, you know, that nobody can take them away from you. Uh, and, uh, and, and when that happens, uh, um, you know, that is marketing. That's the way I look at the, I look at the difference between advertising and marketing is advertising to me is, for, for, is basically awareness building and marketing is money-making. Okay. Right. And, uh, uh, and, and, you know, and sales becomes part of marketing, marketing as well. Um, you know, and, and, uh, and, you know, and look, every, and I also recognize there are many roads to the top of the mountain. A lot of really smart people out there don't agree with me on this stuff. And probably, you know, based on the fact that you and I are agreeing on a lot of things here again, uh, uh, it's getting kind of boring that we are. Well, it, it really is. I'd have to disagree with that. <laughs> it's not boring at all. It's, it's not boring at all. No. Our, our agreement um, is, is, yeah. is entertaining. Yeah. Um, you know, and y y there's people out there listening who it, there's going to be exceptions. I mean, you're sure. selling some kind of a, a software as a service that 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 is you know relatively inexpensive or an app or something like that where really it's a digital product and and you're going to reach people digitally and that's the way you're going to reach them that still holds up under what you mentioned right off the bat which is go to where your customers are and communicate with them in the way that they you know need to be communicated with and hey if it's digitally and online if that's where they are, go for it. Can I show you something that I got in the mail yesterday? Yes, Steve is holding up something that came in the mail. It's a greeting card, which happens to be one of the things that I, pr I promote a lot to my clients as, as a great direct mail piece. Is that greeting cards are always open. Anyway, greeting it cards. says, are you hi it says hiring? We'll help you build a successful business. This is ZipRecruiter. This is an online. This is an online digital company using direct mail. Wow! Wow! Okay, so even digital companies. Yes. Even digital companies can use other tools. 
and they and and there are you know examples of that all over the place so, you know amazon and google and all these guys they use it a lot they yeah. use they use it offline a lot so uh so anyway so that's the bottom line we're out of time <laughs> <laughs> i'm ha- i've got a rhyme <laughs> oh gosh i'm just getting uh just I'm excited started. because my wife got her just getting started. Yeah. Do you know iambic pentameter? Uh, I I dated a girl named iambic pentameter once, but uh, that's that's a story for a different yeah. Different I had follow up. <laughs> I had a follow up joke that I am not going to say right now. <laughs> Online? <laughs> no, we can say that we'll offline. Say offline. I know what my joke was? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. See, there are places for online, and there are places for offline, and that's yes. a really good place to to end this this whole perfect. thing. So, perfect. Perfect. This was so, a great great conversation. Another great conversation. We totally enjoyed it. Hope you all did as well. And uh, like us if you like us, as we like to say. If you don't <laughs> like us, um. My name, my name is um, Dan Kennedy. Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah, and, and, and I am the Bob Smith. <laughs> no, here we, so here we go. We're out of here. I All am right. not the rock star Steve Miller, and he is. I am actually the Dave Loomis. Take yes. us out of here, brother. Thank you all and have a wonderful, wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, whichever it is for you. And we will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the one and only B2B Marketing and Sales Podcast, the source for B2B Marketing and Sales Insight. If you enjoyed the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave these old guys a five-star rating. Check the show notes for any links and contact information. You can always contact us by going to B2BMarketingSalesPodcast.com. Thank you and keep on marketing. Keep on selling.